Hi. Okay, so we're back in action. I needed a little break. You know, that one month worth of podcasts really just wiped me out. No, um, just been a little busy and needed a break, but we're back. I've got my good friend Kelsey Henderson on today. We're talking all things vegan slash plant-based. So we kind of talk about like the differences between that, why she got into veganism, how she got into veganism, um, and some of our favorite foods. And she's just so sweet about it. She's so gentle. She's very like not pushy, not judgmental. She's the best person to have this conversation with. I really hope you like it. And if you do, uh, I'd appreciate a little, you know, share on the old Insta stories if you don't mind, because that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool of you to do for me. So here's Kelsey. All right. Well, shall we begin? For sure. Okay. Well, hi. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, okay. So you are Kelsey and you are vegan. I am. And first question right off the hop, I'm going to just like dive right into this because I want to make sure I get this right. Is there a difference between being plant-based or calling yourself plant-based and being vegan? From the way I understand it, I think plant-based is more just dietary where vegan is you're incorporating um, what you're wearing, uh, supporting Mm. certain businesses depending on how they portray themselves towards animals and stuff like that. Okay. So vegan is more of a broad term for compassion towards animals and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So if I were somebody, okay. So like me, for example, I'm somebody who like likes to incorporate vegan things and like plant-based meals, but I still eat, like I said to you earlier, like eggs and turkey bacon and cheese and stuff like that. So I couldn't call myself plant-based because even though I tried to have like the base of plants, I'm not fully like eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I honestly, I think it's kind of a little bit flexible that way. I'm not sure what the definition in like the dictionary would say for it, but people who eat say primarily plant-based, that's something that you could account for yourself for as someone who eats primarily in a plant-based way, but you still do incorporate animal products. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you consider yourself to be vegan. Yes. Just to clear that up. Okay. And how long have you been doing this? I was actually thinking about that earlier. Um, I think I'll be, I'll have been vegan for four years in October this year. Uh, But almost five years, but 2016 was kind of like a transition period for me because I didn't just get up and quit animal products overnight. Yeah. So, yeah. I do want to ask you about that, but I want to know, like, so what initially made you start? Because I remember, okay, so I used to be friends with your sister. Well, I'm still friends with your sister, but like when we were kids and I would come over to your parents' house, I don't remember them being vegan or like feeding us no. vegan when I came <laughs> over. Yeah. So I was funny. Like, oh, you were doing super long. Yeah. Um, looking back now, like I, I had nicknames like Kelsey the carnivore when I was younger and like cheese and just I was I loved meat like meat was like Kelsey the carnivore kind of says it all my dad he's a hunter and he would always smoke meats and stuff and I'd be his little sampler and stuff so 
it's kind of funny that I've gone full circle in that no way. way. Yeah. Uh, no, but my parents aren't vegan. Nobody in my family is. Honestly, it was my sister who got me onto it initially. She, um, I think she was going through a stage in her life where every single year, you know, there's different diets coming out and there's new fads and stuff like that. And I think she was just looking for a way of eating where she could eat in abundance and not feel guilty and lose weight and stuff like that. Um, And so she found some information on more, I guess, plant-based to start um, and just the nutritional benefits to it. If you're eating mostly plants, they're so calorically low mm-hmm. uh, that you can eat so many of them without gaining weight. Like you'd have to eat truckloads of apples to even gain a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can eat so much of it and not have to worry about weight gain. Plus you're also reaping the benefits of all the nutritional value that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So she kind of got, she started doing it first and then, um, yeah, I kind of hopped on board just cause I was interested in what she was doing and how she was eating and it kind of intrigued me as well. And like, I've always really been into nutrition. So, um, yeah, she kind of jumpstarted my journey and then, uh, I started doing my own research and, you know, watching a couple documentaries and what started out as something for health and nutrition and longevity, uh, it kind of turned into this whole thing and now yeah. we're both vegan. <laughs> yeah. And you are taking nutrition courses of some kind? You know? Yeah. So I'm studying to become a registered holistic nutritionist through the school of Cana- Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Um, yeah. I actually just have one exam left and then I'm certified. So that's super oh, exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so I think that's going to be kind of my target is plant-based eating and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it's just it's a growing market and I feel so many people want to learn about it, but they just don't have the, the means to at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to say like, I, I guess I maybe tried doing this like full on. I actually don't remember. I think when I got back from Thailand, so maybe like two years ago, cause I just ate so much like green curry down there and I just like fresh smoothies, you know? And I was just like, it was hard to come back cause in the winter I'm usually like, pizza and like french fries hearty foods yeah (laughs) and so you were like making more curries and stuff and what I realized is that like what I used to think was like feeling full was feeling like garbage like I thought after like let's say eating like steak or like something heavier like that like that was just how you're supposed to feel because you feel full and feeling full is like kind of crappy because you just over it or whatever but then I would have these like vegan burritos right that just had like so much in them and I was literally eating so much food but I was like wow I'm not tired I'm not sluggish I don't want to just like melt into the couch all night I can still keep going like I could probably have like a bedtime snack if I wanted to yeah exactly yeah it it was such an eye-opener with that that was one of the biggest things that I noticed was just the energy Mm -hmm. I felt after switching to even just mostly plants uh yeah you just you're energized. You don't need that caffeine kick in the afternoon or yeah. Yeah. You don't feel sluggish after meals. And I mean, obviously there's still greasy and junky vegan food, but if you're sticking to primarily plants and like the whole food plant-based kind of lifestyle that it makes such a difference with even just simple things like that. 
Yeah. And like, I mean, I could sit on my ass all day and eat a box of Oreos and be like, well, I'm <laughs> vegan, I'm healthy. So like, let's clear that up that that's not what we're saying. We're just, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. So when you first started, like, okay, so your sister's doing this and like, you want to experiment, like what was the most challenging part about like the initial transition? Do you think? I actually had to think about it because it's been so long that it's just become second nature to me yeah. now. But um, I think the the biggest things for me, you know, cutting out meat, it wasn't the biggest deal. Um, I think it was mostly cheese. I feel like you'll hear everyone say that I could go vegan except cheese, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that was a big one for me. So know that if you're a cheese addict, you're not alone. Like, yeah. You can make a change, um, cheese and then baked goods because right. you don't even like, it's not like you're eating just an egg, like eggs kind of gross me out, but if they're in baking, you don't really notice they're right. there and yeah. all baking has milk ingredients or eggs in it for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, or if you're eating like grandma's cooking or baking and stuff yeah. like that, that was hard to, uh, give up initially. But once you start finding alternatives and, different choices that you enjoy just as much it makes it a lot easier to transition over Mm -hmm. and how long did it take you like you said you were kind of like still eating (laughs) like kind of eating like still just like yeah yeah I mean I think it was like 2016 I said was kind of my transition year I think I was primarily eating plant-based but you know if parents ordered Chinese food or uh someone accidentally put cheese on my burrito at a restaurant or something I wasn't to the point where I wanted to be like excuse me um I'm sorry can I get a new one made or something like that um and I mean like some people's transition time is really really short some people go their entire lives without cutting animal products out completely which is totally fine just do whatever's whatever's not gonna uh affect your mental health to the point where you can't live your life properly and well if you're so stressed out about what you can and can't eat because yeah, I love that you just said that. <laughs> One more time I, for everyone in the back. No. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I'm all about like, go, go to your means and like, yeah, practice what you are physically and mentally able to. And for some, like you said, like winter eating, maybe in the winter, you can't live without, you know, like a, a good hearty beef stew or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in the summer, you try and incorporate more plant-based meals into your lifestyle and stuff. And I mean, there's always alternatives and there's always different things that you can try out. Um, but I feel like people are so scared of the thought of veganism just because, uh, I shouldn't say veganism because veganism is like full on restriction of animal products and plant, uh, sorry, animal products and stuff like that. Um, but plant-based meals and everything, you don't need to cut out everything if you want to have a plant-based meal here and there, that's great. You're doing great for yourself and the environment and the animals, but don't think that you need to restrict yourself so much that you're losing your mind because of it. Yeah. And I think in like 2020, 2021 times, it's a lot easier to incorporate this stuff. Okay. 100%. You know what I was reminiscing about? Um, okay. So the first person I ever knew who was vegan was my uncle who lived in BC. So I never like saw him super often mm-hmm. and he would come for like Christmas and stuff and he would eat vegan still. And I remember him putting orange juice in his cereal. And I don't know if that's because like 
silk and that sort of stuff didn't exist at that point. I'm talking, we, we were like six or seven years old. Yeah. So I don't know if that maybe just like wasn't accessible or like too expensive or if he just like preferred orange juice. But I was like, man, if you're telling me that in order for me to be vegan, I need to mix my <laughs> crunch with my Tropicana orange juice. Like you're losing your mind. Like I'm milk all the Oh way. my goodness. And now, okay. So I haven't, you made me actually think about this because yes, I'm probably, I've had milk in like a cupcake or something, whatever, mm-hmm. but I haven't had milk for, I can't even remember, like two years or more because I only have almond or oat milk. Oh, good for you. And like, it's so delicious. And I, the, the, I had one sip and I was like, I'm never going back. It was just like so delicious, so much lighter. Like I didn't feel right? all bloated, yep. disgusting after having like a glass of chocolate milk. And I, I, yeah, it was like the easiest thing. I was like, boom, milk gone. Don't. And and that's the thing. Like I always tell people, this is the best time in history to be vegan or to eat more of a plant-based diet. Like I was telling my boyfriend the other day of imagine being, like you said, in the early two thousands or the nineties or the eighties where all you had for, uh, meat alternatives was soft tofu. And then you had soy milk. And it was bland and, oh, it was awful. Like, I can't even imagine or whatever kind of knockoff mock meats they had back in the day that didn't even taste like anything. Right. And now you have, like, there's a market. Veganism is trending. Uh, Businesses have to work harder to make their food taste better because there's other businesses coming in to steal their profits. Totally. So even just, I feel like this last year, like there's been so many meat and uh, mock cheese companies that have just blown up mm-hmm. that are so big now. And oh my gosh, the food now, oh, I get excited about talking about food so much. That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe we should go to that. Like, I feel like that's a common myth with this is that you have such limited food choices and people think like, great, now I have salad on top of salad on top of salad and that's it. Yeah. And like, I, what would you say to that? Yeah. Um, I always just think of, uh, it's kind of like a song or a phrase or whatever. It's like anything you can make, I can make vegan. Mm -hmm. And it's really so true. And especially in this day and age, uh, I've had everything, burritos, pizza, chips, popcorn, ice cream, uh, seafood. I've had breaded shrimp and calamari and, oh, it's just it's endless what people can make with plants. That's it blows my mind that people still eat animals because there's so much you can do with plants. It's, it's really wild. And then what about like social, maybe not social isolation, but like people like picking on you or being like, Oh, this is so dumb. Like just freaking have the burger. It's not going to kill you. Like what about that sort of reaction? I, I I know that definitely is still a thing, especially if it's something that you're f- first starting out with or um, nobody else around you is doing that. So your friends and family might be a little, uh, well, they're if they're not educated in it, they're looking at it as a foreign thing. Mm-hmm. They're not understanding the, your reasonings as to why you're doing it. Um, and especially because you look, we've been eating this way yeah, for our entire lives. Totally. And then to up and change our completely that's just it's unheard of to some people who especially are so set in their ways that they don't understand well it's fine why would you 
need to uproot your life and change everything about your how you eat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be difficult, especially if people in your life aren't very understanding at first of it. I would just encourage people to persevere and push through, uh, try and reach out and make some new friends. Uh, even just connecting on social media, I've reached out to so many vegan people because like initially it was just me and my sister that I personally knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really nice having her because then we would, uh, you know, plan little dates and we would go trump around the city and see what vegan options we could have in certain places. And we'd like pick out certain menu options that we'd go and try out and stuff. And then it was really nice. And I mean, uh, my mom got on board with it relatively quickly because it's two of her kids that were wanting to eat this way. So uh, she started out with kind of making alternatives for us for, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas and everything, which was super sweet. And... It got to the point where she just, instead of making two different kinds of potatoes, she just gave in. It's like, okay, well, we're using vegan margarine and vegan milk. And there we go. Potatoes are vegan. Then all we really really had to worry about was the turkey and the gravy, which was funny because she would make mushroom gravy for us, and then she'd just make the regular turkey gravy for everyone else. And everyone just started eating the mushroom gravy. (laughs) Because it would tasted so much better. Yeah. So she still makes the turkey gravy because I think it's just more of a traditional thing for her, which is fair. Yeah. But it's just, it's great to see that people are kind of hopping on board with that at least. That's so cute. And you know what? That's kind of like when I quit drinking at first. It was like nice to find maybe like a buddy or like anybody else who's also not drinking because like, you're right, it is a big change. Like I've been drinking since I was a teenager, right? So yeah. like what's what's one gonna do like just have one at least right Mm -hmm. like there's always that like pressure to like not change but yeah it was just like something I really wanted to do I just wanted to give my body a break like have a new experience of being a sober adult like I've never done that before exactly yeah and sometimes it's just nice to challenge yourself like Ah. people are well why aren't you drinking this month or why aren't you eating gluten it's like gluten's not gonna kill me I just want to see how my body behaves without it and I want to see if I can do it because it's fun to challenge yourself and see if you can actually accomplish those things totally I totally agree okay so has anybody like professional or not ever told you like this is seriously unhealthy and this is not something you should be doing (laughs) for the rest of your life or like do you ever get that feedback Um, it's really funny because, you know, the second you mention that you're vegan, it seems everyone becomes a nutritionist, right? Uh, (laughs) this is what Ellen, Ellen came out as like vegan, like forever ago. And like talked about this on like one of her comedy specials. Cause then like all of a sudden everyone's worried about her protein and she's like, my business, you've never cared about my protein until now. Like, how do you get your protein? Like Exactly. And that's the thing. People are, are so quick to blame it. You know, if you have a cold, it's like, Oh, it's probably cause you're eating vegan. (laughs) Um, you get colds too. And you eat an animal product. Like it's just a lot of it is illogical. And, um, if someone wants to have a, a good conversation that's actually bouncing points and, you know, here's a scenario here and this, that, and have an intelligent conversation with me, I am totally down. You can tell me your side, you can tell me your facts and all that stuff, and I can do the same. But you got to separate those people from the trolls that are just like, plants feel pain too. And, you know, they just want to pester you and make you feel bad and stuff. So those people, I just kind of, 
smile, nod, and change the conversation. Yeah, because, okay, so pre-COVID, I went to this, like, nutrition event at Table Space in Osborne. And okay. um, the people that were hosting it, one was, like, a dietitian, one was, I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. But they were saying if you, like workout if you don't work out like anything like to go completely vegan is not ideal because there are stuff in specifically like eggs and meat that you can't get from other places or you would have to take like a bunch of different supplements in order to get it and that kind of like made people I guess like raise an eyebrow because I think so many people went to this event thinking that like vegan was the best thing ever and then these people were like actually no you still need to eat eggs and meat because you're not getting like this, that, and the other thing, which of course I don't recall, but you like, have you heard that before? I mean, for, for one, like there's no, there's no one size fits all diet, right? Yeah. What's what someone's going to thrive on. Someone might really suffer on. Uh, so I always take that into account that just know that like the exact way I'm eating right now might be good for me, but you might suffer heavily on it and you might not feel great at all. Mm -hmm. So always keeping that in mind. Um, you also got to think about, there's always two sides to a story. You Mm -hmm. can find studies that say Coca-Cola gives you energy and it reduces your chance of liver disease. And then studies that say the complete opposite. Yeah. So, I mean, people are always going to find the information that they want to support whatever story and narrative they want to tell. Um, do your own research if you find a doctor or a dietitian or someone that you trust their word and how they're living their life and telling uh, people about the foods you should be eating and not eating and stuff, uh, go for it mm-hmm. and <laughs> enjoy that. But I mean, it's, it's hard to say that, yeah, eggs, eggs are good for everyone. Eggs right. aren't good for everyone. Um, okay. I, I think that's a, a big thing that, uh, even with supplements and stuff like that, the only supplement I take are B12, vitamin D, because we live in yeah. <laughs> Manitoba, and then vitamin C, just because, well, I have a bunch of those chewable ones and they taste good. So uh, that, those are things that, like, everyone in Winnipeg should be taking anyways, Well, right? and that's the thing. Majority of people, whether they eat meat or not, should probably be taking a B12 supplement. Yeah. I've heard that. that- a thousand times. Yeah. Because like B12 doesn't even come from animals. It comes from the bacteria in the dirt you eat, but because yeah. everything is so sanitized now, mm. you don't get that anymore. And anytime you get it from animals, it's because the animals are supplemented with B12 mm-hmm. <laughs> before you eat them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so much I could say about veganism or I'm going to say plant-based yeah. that is good health wise. And Maybe you may not necessarily be able to thrive on 100% plant-based. Maybe there are certain fats that your body doesn't process as well through plants that it maybe does through animals. Um, I think that being an excuse to not eat plant-based ever is kind of foolish and ignorant because there are so many benefits and uh, nutritional advantages to eating plant-based and mm-hmm. primarily plant-based in that way. Mm-hmm. And do you say that's mostly just like getting all the vitamins and nutrients? Like you're just eating more vegetables in general, right? Well, uh, you could you could say like the majority of people, I would assume, aren't eating enough vegetables. Oh, I, I'm definitely not. 
it's crazy. And I, this is a, excuse me, an American statistic, but I think it's like 97% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily intake of fiber. Yeah. And like fiber makes everything go. (laughs) If you're constipated or constantly dealing with diarrhea, you're probably not getting enough fiber in. And where does fiber come from? Plants. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's definitely something that by incorporating more plant-based meals, you're automatically going to be eating so many more vegetables, so many more plants and so much more variety. That's going to be good for your gut, your stomach, your digestion, your just overall health. Mm -hmm. Did you, um, this is random, but did you ever notice a change in your skin? Like, I feel like you've always had pretty clear skin. Maybe I'm wrong, but just curious. Um, Skin, not so much. I've actually been very fortunate with my skin. I think any changes I have dealt with, it's more just from going off of birth control and just kind of hormonal adjustments and stuff. Um, (laughs) Too much information, but what you'll realize that if you go plant-based or you eat more primarily plant-based, you're going to have great poops. (laughs) You're going to, your digestion is going to be great. Uh, With all that fiber, like I said, like you're going to be regular. You're not going to be backed up ever. Um, It's just all around good. And that's good for your skin too. So can I say something though? When you, me and Brittany hung out this summer though, and we were talking about it and I was like, yeah, I tried it for like a month, but like, I was just so gassy. Like I couldn't stop farting. And you were like, you guys were both like, yeah, you just body needs to get used to it a little bit. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) you're impatient because I was like, hey, I cannot do this anymore. I should have prefaced that by saying, yeah, initially for the first month or so, when you incorporate more fiber into your diet, your body's gonna probably react in a certain way. You're gonna get a little more bloated, a little gassy and stuff, just because your body's not used to processing that amount of fiber. And those certain enzymes to digest those plants might not have, you might not have enough because your body's used to eating a certain way. So it's only processing the enzymes that your body needs to digest the food that you're eating. So if you completely revamp your diet, your body needs some time to adjust to those changes in foods. And so that's where the gassiness and stuff comes in. Um, Especially if you do like a veganuary or something like that, right? And you start day one and it's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner is all completely different than what you've ever done before. Yeah. And I mean, if you're eating completely whole food plant-based, you might get backed up. You might get a little constipated and stuff uh, if you're not drinking enough water because you need to drink more water the more fiber you consume. Okay. And, I mean, I would recommend if you're going to do that, start with small small little uh, portions of beans and lentils and high-fibrous foods just to get your body used to it and work your way up to those higher-fiber foods mm-hmm. and drink lots of water. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, which again, we should be doing anyways, because like Winnipeg is so dry. Like I, all I do all winter is complain about how dry I feel. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm drinking so much water. Like, I don't know what else to do. I know. I've just been like rubbing myself with coconut oil just all over my arms and legs just to feel some sort of not scaliness. (laughs) And you just went on like a little trip. I wouldn't really say vacation, but a little trip. And how did you find eating? out there like I imagine like like I used to work at the keg not a lot of uh vegan options right like no how do you find it at like restaurants and going traveling and stuff um I'm one of those people who always looks ahead at a menu just because I like to see what my options are um 
it has gotten so much better. There always seems to be some sort of uh, vegetarian alternative that you can make vegan or you just have to substitute one or two things. Um, I think people are getting really uh, on the ball with that a little bit more. But, I mean, there's still some places that, you know, you say, do you have any vegetarian or vegan options? They give you the gluten-free menu because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, but no, for the most part, like when my sister and I, we went traveling a couple years ago and we mostly just bought food ourselves okay, just to save money, but we, we would splurge and we downloaded, it's an app called happy cow okay. that, um, basically shows all the vegan and vegetarian restaurants in whatever area you're in. Oh, cool. And so we would find all the vegan establishments in whatever city we were in, and we would just go crazy. We were, when we were in Australia, we tried, like, these unreal burgers. And I think this was before, like, Beyond Meat and stuff came to Canada. So we had never really had those kind of uh, realistic mock meats. Uh, so that was really cool to try. And when we were in um, Vietnam and uh, Thailand and stuff, they had so many different kind of vegetarian vegan options that were just kind of out of the realm of what we were used to eating which was really cool and I mean that was kind of the fun part of it was trying to find the best places and stuff so yeah that was a lot of fun (laughs) I know when I was in Thailand we did this like cooking class where we like so we were making green curry of course with like vegetables and stuff and then we put rice we wrapped rice in bamboo or in seaweed and then like as like a little blanket like a little um wrap almost and then we stuck it in bamboo and put that on the fire and cooked it that way and I'm like well I'm not doing this in Winnipeg like this is is, like it was crazy but it was so delicious and I just like oh my gosh and I feel like if I lived by water even in California or something I would just be like I don't know running on the beach every morning and like eating just like the cleanest like healthy I would never want sugar just but fresh like, fruit oh my gosh yeah in this climate and like the the darkness and like the cold it's just like it's honestly I feel like that is half the battle it's just like fighting that you know oh for sure like do you know how easy it would be I follow uh vegan youtubers who live in Hawaii it's like yeah of course yeah. it's so easy for you to eat vegan you're eating fresh papayas from the tree out back in your yard and you have all this fresh greens and coconut water and all these fancy things it's like okay well a coconut would be seven dollars at Sobeys for us yeah. so it it definitely does uh does de- does vary based off of your climate and I mean especially I don't want to be eating salads all year round I think I had my first salad since October like last week oh. because I don't eat cold stuff in the winter I don't like it I'm more of a hearty eat like stews and chilies and anything that's just going to warm your soul. Oh and so, yeah. So do you find that you've had to like grocery shop or meal prep or just like plan ahead more? Like it's, I imagine it's harder other than like protein bars or like snacks. It's harder to just like grab things and go. You're mm-hmm. more mindful about like actually making stuff. For sure. Um, I know for when you're first starting out, it can be overwhelming because For one, like you've never done recipes or you don't know exactly what to eat. It can just feel overwhelming and you're like, I don't know what to eat. I'm just going to eat peanut butter sandwiches forever because that's easy and it's overwhelming to think about uh, 
having to, you know, go shop for things you may have never shopped for yeah. or, uh, you know, making recipes that you're, what, what's green curry paste? I don't know. Yeah. Like if you've never done that before, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the things I always say is like, start with, like, think of your favorite meal. Now veganize it. So if you love spaghetti and meatballs or spaghetti and meat sauce and garlic bread, mm-hmm. okay, try a, a lentil spaghetti sauce, sub the meat for lentils, and then use some vegan margarine on the toast with your garlic and make that kind of a garlic spread. And like, there you go. Instantly you have a vegan meal. And I feel like people just, because if they're not educated or they don't, they're surrounded by them it all the time, it's going to seem a little bit more confusing and hard for them. Yeah. We should maybe touch on some of like your favorite foods or like some of your recommendations. Cause Kay, you've mentioned the vegan margarine. Um, I use the base cell one. Yeah. And I've been eating that for like two years. I cannot tell the difference. Like it is so good. And that's the thing. If you're ever looking for just small fixes, like, like you said, with the milk, it's so easy. Find a, a plant milk you love. There you go. Swap that in with your coffees and your cereal in the morning. You're eating a vegan cereal. Uh, lunches, swap your regular mayo on your sandwich for a uh, Hellman's makes a really good vegan mayo and it okay, tastes yeah, identical. Yeah. And it's crazy how like, even just those little things, if you're looking to eat more plant-based, um, those are easy switches that taste identical mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're super easy to switch over. Um, the meats and the cheeses are a little bit harder to, you'll have to probably experiment a little more just to see what you like. Um, that's, um, Eves or Ives. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a ground beef sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Mexican one. I loved that for like taco salad or oh, yeah. something like that. Um, I wanted to try that beyond sausage you had this summer and oh, so my funny. Gosh. So I go to the store and I'm like, I'm looking for beyond sausage. And the guy has like no idea what I'm talking about. So he gives me to the manager and I'm like beyond sausage. Like my friend just tried it and he takes me to like the beyond burgers. And he's like, yeah, same thing. I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's actually not like, forget it. (laughs) Have you tried it since then though? No, I totally forgot until right now. Oh, okay. Well, I think they're a little bit more easy to find now. Okay. So I definitely recommend it. They're super good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really like Earth's Own um, for almond milk and oat milk. Oh, okay. It's at Safeway and Superstore. Um, I typically get the chocolate just to like either like have a glass of it or like put it in my smoothie. But um, I would get the coconut one if I ever have cereal in the oh, summer. Oh, nice. And it's See, so- and I've, I've tried them all. So like almond milk, I find is too runny for me. It's a little too okay. watery. Okay. But yeah. I- you know, you can get like coconut cashew blends and stuff now too. Mm-hmm. And those ones are super creamy and great for coffee and stuff. And then I make my own oat milk. It's super easy. You just blend oats and water and you just strain it out. And it's literally the easiest, cheapest thing ever. And yeah, I watch yeah, put it on everything. This is so cool. It's so easy too. And like you can substitute that in recipes and mm-hmm. yeah, in your cereal or your coffee or your milk anything. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then um Superstore is pretty good for like okay, so they have this like just president's choice plant-based. They have yogurt and ice cream. That their line is so good. I literally can't live without it. Have you had their cheesecake? No. 
Oh, President's Choice Cheesecake is the best one I've had. Oh, it's see, very good. Much. Yeah, but, like, and then that yogurt, like, okay, so I used to have, um, like, I guess, like, traditional, like, Icos or Eos. I forget what it's called. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Greek um, yogurt. And, like, it was filling and, like, fine, I guess. But I always just kind of felt, like, off after. And I don't have a super sensitive stomach. Like, I'm not really one to be, like, cut out dairy or cut out, like, whatever, you know, because I – yeah. I can pretty much eat anything, but then I tried this vegan yogurt that's pretty much just like a coconut puree, for lack of a yeah. word, and I just still put a scoop of whey protein powder in it, so that's still not, like, that has dairy in it, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. But I feel it's so refreshing, like, that coconut, and it's so light, and I do still feel full, and it's perfect for, like, after a workout or something, and, like, not super expensive, like, I just love it. I just love it. And the ice cream is like so silky, like way better than anything you're going to buy, like any sort of like Rolo or Smarties or like whatever crap you're going to get, you know? Exactly. And there you go. Yeah. There's so many different easy switches that you can swap over. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think the biggest thing people have to focus on if they are looking to, you know, incorporate, maybe they want to try out a different mock meat instead of real meat or cheese they can't just make sure when you're doing it to don't go into it thinking that it's going to taste exactly like meat yeah go into it thinking okay like this is an alternative uh this cheese might not melt or feel texture wise the same way or this meat doesn't taste you know exactly like the burger i ate yesterday Mm -hmm. um but give it a chance. And I mean, your palate changes over time. And if you're incorporating new foods into your diet, what might not taste great at first is going to taste great later. It's like I used to not really like tofu. And now I could literally eat it out of the little container raw. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, like not all the time, but if I'm getting a little peckish while I'm cooking it, I'll like pop a piece or two or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm addicted. <laughs> it's bad. You might have to make me something like next time we hang out or something because I hate it. I think it's so disgusting and I don't know why. And then like, okay, you know my friend D-Rock, Derek? I Maybe, yeah. I think he knows Shelby. But anyways, he's like, you just have to like season it right and you have to get like the right kind because there's different kinds. And he's like, I I love it. And like he swears by it. So I'm like, okay, it's but- true. Ah, I just found it it's, so gross. It's one of those things that whatever flavor you put on it, it's going to absorb that and take right. on that flavor. So there's so much variety you can do with it. I know people make sauces with it. They make, I make really good crispy tofu that just in the air fryer. And oh my gosh, I just put it on everything. Like, or I'll just eat it by itself just as a little snack. And it's just, it's really good. But I mean, you just got to be open to it and willing to try out new things and know that you're not going to like every single cheese or meat that you try. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, people like, like you said, you have your certain ones that you really like. I know Daya is a really big brand, but I know a lot of people don't like it because it does have a specific kind of flavor to it. Yeah. I hated it. I threw it out. It was disgusting. Exactly. But yeah. you know, more open to is like nutritional yeast kind of stuff. Oh my like, gosh. Like, like broccoli. Yes. Nutritional yeast is honestly so good. 
also a source of B12. Nice. A fun fact. Um, but no, it's great. I literally will blend it up with cashews and a little bit of almond milk, and it makes such a cheesy sauce mm-hmm. that I'll put pasta or it on pasta or broccoli or something like that, or you sprinkle it on salads and pasta and it's so versatile and it's just got that nutty cheesy flavor. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yummy. Okay. Well, is there any other like main benefit or like tip that you want to like leave off with that we haven't covered? Hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing, if you're looking to either add more plant-based meals to your lifestyle, or if you're looking to transition over to vegan is to ultimately be, be nice to yourself mm-hmm. and, um, just know that you don't have to do it overnight. It's not an overnight thing. Don't ever go into it thinking that like, well, I can't eat chicken anymore. I just, I can't have it ever again because <laughs> restrictions is the worst thing. Cause when you say you can't have something, you're going to want to have it. Right. So right with yourself, you say, you're like yeah. the bully and the victim all at once. And I do this all the time with chocolate. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Katerina, that's it. No more chocolate. And then I'm like, screw you, Katerina. I can do whatever I want. I'm eating the fucking chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my boyfriend, he's actually been eating a lot more vegetarian lately, yeah. uh, which is super awesome because he's just doing it for the health benefits and stuff like that. And it just makes it easier for cooking because living together, then we just have to make one meal. Um, and he always said, he's like, nope, I can't have a burger tonight. And I always tell him, and it's finally gotten through to him that don't say you can't. I, for one, I would never judge him for yeah. having a burger or eating pizza with cheese on it or something like that. But don't go into it thinking, oh, I can't have this. It's like, you can have whatever you want, whenever you want. You just choose to have an alternative. Instead of a chicken burger tonight, I'm going to have the soy chicken burger that is from Original Joe's or something. Yeah. Like, don't ever go into it restricting yourself because yeah. that's ultimately what's going to make you fail. And then you're going to feel like a failure and then you're going to want to give it up. And that's not productive for anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so definitely be kind to yourself and um, educate yourself. Get There's so many great resources out there. There's uh, documentaries you can watch. There's so many awesome cookbooks out there and even just blog pages, just Google vegan and then whatever food you feel like making. And there's probably a recipe for it. And a lot of them are relatively easy and it's, yeah, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want and you can make it vegan and yeah. I love it. It's great. (laughs) Yes. I love it. And I love that you're just so like, non-judgmental and not pushy and you're just like eat eggs if you want to eat eggs eat almond milk if you want to eat almond milk like I love that Um, I would never yeah I would never go up to someone and be like you can't eat that or I prefer you didn't eat that around me or whatnot I just if someone has questions I'm more than happy to answer them or help them out or give them recipes or anything like that because I support people trying to incorporate more plants into their life because I feel even if you don't want to go vegan plants Plants are good, and I feel like everyone needs to eat more plants. I love that message. And yeah, (laughs) being kind to yourself and being kind to others. Okay, when I first started having almond milk instead of regular milk, people came at me in my DMs and was like, almond milk uses so much water, and you need to be having oat milk instead. And I'm like, guys, chill. Like Nobody's perfect. Everyone's doing the best they can. Yeah. 
so so I love you and like honestly if you were that girl that was like don't eat cheese around me I don't think you would have very many friends to be honest so (laughs) that's the thing we're currently like I'm still a minority in this stance Mm -hmm. vegetarians and vegans like we don't make up a large amount of the population right now hopefully it's growing and I think it is but we can't expect the world to change for us overnight Mm-hmm. And I feel the way to spread the word better and like get people to be more welcoming and open to it is to preach it in a kind way. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a separate Instagram account for this or no? Uh, I used to. I'm just oh. sticking to my uh, my personal email or Instagram now. Okay. And that's just, what is it? At Kelsey? Kelsey Lee H. L-E-E-H. Okay. So yeah, if anyone wants to watch oat milk making videos or like whatever, she posts a lot of fitness stuff and it's good. A little bit. I'm working on it, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I'm planning on adding more recipes and stuff to it, I think as well. So cool. It should be good. Cool. Well, I think this was awesome. I think this was a very good, like informational and just like gentle, I don't know, conversation about it. And I I had fun. I liked it. Okay, good. Yeah. You did great. And I love this. And um, I guess that's all. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me. Okay. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye. Bye.